0: Yeah, so this is number 54, actually, of the podcast. Wow. Yeah, we, we uh, used to record a lot of them, and then we kind of like trailed off mm-hmm. for whatever just kind of things, and now right. I'm trying to record them in a big block and edit them all and release them kind of as the weeks go on. I notice it's much better when you have a lot of them in the can, and then you kind of totally, life always comes up, and then you don't end up recording them like you think that Absolutely. you would for both you and the other guests. Yes. So, like, you know, whatever. But yeah. now we're here with uh, Marco. Thanks for joining us, Marco.
1: Thank you for having me. Damn it, you got it. And you have floated here at the float place,
0: how many times now, 10 or 20 or?
1: No, so I only had one one float experience, but oh my God, it was awesome. (laughs) It was awesome. I love it. So you had
0: one float and, all right, so we'll start before you actually even came in. What made you kind of want to explore floating or the?
1: Yeah, so my professor, um, he's floated here a couple of times, Professor Thomas Caulfield. I don't know. If yeah. Is. Yeah, so um, I w- I, I've been taking a class, a literature class at Suffolk, and that's one of the things that he was saying was really helpful for him. Um, past couple of months I've been having a, a tough time mentally, and he was just like, you know what, um, everyone I think needs to – experience like being okay in silence and um the float place is an awesome way to like first practice that you know 90 minutes in in a sensory deprivation tank and you know you're just alone with your thoughts and you are literally you know have no sensory experiences so I was like you know what I'll give it a shot and uh it was the best thing I I could have done at the time um I mean it taught me a lot
0: great man shout, yeah shout out to professor Caulfield. absolutely um so he had talked about it in class in front of everybody or was something he kind of just brought up to you no individually, he,
1: or? he talked about it with everyone he's he's a really cool professor because um you know a lot of the stuff that we read is some heavy stuff and then he goes into like you know um more personal experiences and, and he relates with other people um he really puts it all out there he's a really authentic and cool guy um but yeah, I, I definitely agree with him, like, you know, being comfortable in your own thoughts and in silence is something like, it's an ongoing journey throughout anyone's life, you know, like just being okay with themselves. Um, so uh, the, the float that I had, oh my God, I mean, it was hard, I'm not gonna lie, like <laughs> 90 minutes of just silence and being in my own thoughts, I mean, um, it was really, it was difficult, but it was, it it like showed me where I need to focus my energy and my time right now. And so since then, you know, I've really been like practicing meditating and, um, I've been doing cold plunges and, uh, really just like trying to put myself out of my comfort zone and also just, just being okay with, you know, listening to all the thoughts that are coming into my head.
0: Wow, man. All right. So you touched on a lot of things there. So, uh, so let me first go back to what you were saying about your professor, uh, kind of talking about personal experiences and being very uh, genuine and kind of, seems like open yes. kind of stuff going on in his life. And the experience. And I, that's like the number one thing as I'm getting older, whether it be talking with a salesperson or, or joking around with a bartender or, or, you know, barista, whatever it is, it's like, it's just that genuine like connection, whatever it is, it's very, uh, it's not there a lot of times for a lot of people. And I don't know if it's there... They have trouble getting there, opening up themselves, or being receptive to other people when they open up. Yeah. That's the other part of it, too. You have to kind of be willing to accept when other people are opening up like that and yeah. be a willing participant in it. And if you're not, then you're kind of going to miss it and then
1: you know, miss out on a
0: lot of stuff. It doesn't sound like you missed it. It sounds like you picked up right on it and went into it, which is phenomenal. Man. Yeah. Um, so you, you had the one experience. And it was a full 90 minutes here. It, full that,
1: 90 minutes um, in the infinity room. Uh, it was awesome. Um, highly recommend it to anyone out there, but yeah, I mean, going off of what you just said, uh, that, you know, those experiences where you you really get to listen to someone who's authentically them and they just put themselves all out there. That is the type of person who I want to be, you know, like, uh, anything else that like I am, reaching towards, you know, like I'm, I'm studying to become a teacher or I want to lose this amount of weight or whatever. Like the number one thing that I want to do is just be authentically me and, you know, putting myself out there, sharing my experiences with other people and just like being honest with other people. I think that's like one of the most important things that anyone can do throughout their lives. I mean, we're social creatures. And, um, so, I mean, doing that sensory, uh, experience really helped me in that, you know, like I was talking with my professor, I was like, you know, that was awesome, but it, it was really hard, you know, and he was like, yeah, but that's, you know, the name of the game, you, you want to uh, do things that put you out of your comfort zone, and then, you know, you have another float experience, you know, a month or so down the line, and you're going to be like, oh my God, this was so much better, you know, yeah. so much more prepared.
0: Yep, yep, it's, uh, it's incredible that that time alone makes you better when you want to connect with others, and it doesn't really make a lot of sense, but it does once you do it, you kind of experience it, yeah, it's, uh. It's definitely not like anything else, you know, it's, uh, that, yeah, once you get that connection with, with other people and, uh, that deep thing like you got from the professor, you know, it makes it easier to get it with other people. For sure. Which
1: is incredible. So you've done, um, some plunges also. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's been good. I've been doing cold plunges for maybe about three months now. Um, so it's really helpful for my leg. Um, when I was nine, I actually was diagnosed with uh, osteosarcoma, which is a type of bone cancer. Um so wow. ever since then I've really like taken it in into my hands to like do everything I can to better my body. Um, so you know, I've been doing physical therapy for ten years and um, you know that, that cancer experience really had a profound effect on my mental as well. So I've been doing therapy for ten years and um, something I've recently followed fallen into is um, like uh, cold therapy, I guess. And, um, so I started, you know, doing like 15 seconds of like cold in the shower and then, you know, doing a month of that. Okay. You know what now let's try the whole shower, like doing it cold and then, okay, you know what, let's take a, a, a cold bath outside you Know so I've been doing that, and man, that's hardcore, man. Really hard, but I feel
0: like the shower is harder in some ways than like a cold plunge. The, the shower, for whatever reason, it's weird. Like, I don't, I don't know.
1: Shower is rough, I mean, yeah. especially hopping into it like when it's fully cold. And you know, I don't just turn the nozzle a little bit, I go all the way cold.
0: Oh, man.
1: yeah, and it's uh, it's really rough those first like 10 15 seconds. You know, like at first, you're, you're like screaming in the shower, like, oh my god, this is freezing, but um. No, you're good. Uh, yeah, but then it's like... Uh, it hardens you. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Not only physically do you feel the benefits, but mentally it's like, uh, you know, you feel like you can do anything.
0: Right, yeah. So we had the cold plunge here, and uh, we've had a couple people, we've only had it up and running for about a month, maybe six weeks. We've had a couple people pin it at uh, 15 minutes, which is the max time, and, you know, they come out, and they are amped up, man. They are, like, screaming. They are, like, ready to go. Like, ready for, like, a, you know, Super Bowl, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, but they say the first couple minutes are hard, and then once they get to, like, three minutes, it kind of, like, plateaus, and it's just, like, then they're just in it, and then that's yeah. what it is. And yeah. Breathing There's, through it, and that's it.
1: Exactly. There's a point in which, like, you're in, like, an ice bath, and it's really cold, and then suddenly, like, five seconds later, you're like, oh, okay. Everything's kind of numb now. Or not even numb, but it's, like, in control. And you just focus on your breathing, and that's the most important thing. You know, like deep breaths, trying not to hold in your breath. And, you know, eventually 10 minutes hits the timer, and you're like, oh, okay, that wasn't so bad. Right. So, yeah, it's good.
0: Yeah, definitely makes it easier to, you know, we're not starting your car in the morning.
1: You don't even have to, really. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's freaking awesome. Yeah.
0: So, you... Uh, how long do you plan on like floating? Like how, you know, as far as frequency goes, you gonna do it like, once a month, do you think? I think definitely.
1: A yeah, definitely a couple times a year. Uh, once a month would be awesome. Um, yeah, I, I really want to, it, it all depends on like how I feel I'm progressing with just like being okay in my silence. And right now it's a really difficult thing for me. So I want to like do it as much as I can um, to really just like, be okay with it i mean in the upcoming months i want to do like uh like i have a goal of of like being silent for like a day like literally 24 hours uh and just like seeing if i'll you know follow through with that so like this is something that i can you know do to prepare for that right you know? so i don't know um i definitely want to do it like once a month at least
0: wow man that's a great goal i yeah. think you could definitely do it i mean yeah. just building up to it and
1: you yeah know. that would be awesome
0: yeah absolutely so we, you're in school now. You're studying to be a teacher, you said, right?
1: Yes. So right now I'm at Suffolk. Um, I'm studying to become an English teacher, high school English teacher. So, um, yeah, shout out to Professor. He's He's been helping me out with that. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I have one more semester at Suffolk, and then I'll be at St. Joe's. Nice, man. Yeah.
0: Well, you're right up the block here, which is fantastic. Exactly. So you continue your float journey on then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh... Yeah, so besides doing that it can like get into the sauna and then do the you know, the contrast therapy, which is pretty. I don't know, I find that uh, if I go into the sauna and then I go into the plunge pool, yeah. I actually find the plunge pool to be a little bit easier. It's almost yeah. like my body retains the heat. Yes. And it's uh you know, it just makes it a little bit easier to get to hop in.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I do at the gym sometimes. Um some some gyms will have like a cold plunge or a cold bath and, and I'll hop straight from the sauna to a cold bath. But uh yeah, I mean Stuff Something I definitely want to save up for when I have my own house, like sauna, right into like an outdoor bath. That would be awesome. But yeah, it definitely helps.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: So it's amazing,
0: man, what people, getting back to what we were saying before about being like genuine and having that connection. So I found out about Floating for listening to Joe Rogan, like Mm -hmm. a lot of people did his podcast. Mm -hmm. And his podcast is only what it is because he just sits there and talks and he just is just him what it is i I feel like if you met him walking down the street he'd be the same guy that you met as it wasn't you know same same guy absolutely and because of that i kind of heard about floating and wanted to check it out and i did and then steps went from there and now we're sitting here yep talking about it yep so it like just goes to show what can come from that just being genuine who you are like you don't have to try and put on a front or anything it's is what it is you know
1: absolutely yeah he's a stand-up guy i mean He's doing so much and he's doing so well, but yeah, the, the coolest thing is you listen to his podcast and he's just like so authentic, you yeah. know, he doesn't, he doesn't BS anyone, you know, he's just always honest.
0: Yeah. I heard him talking recently about somebody asked him if he was nervous uh before like a UFC broadcast started mm-hmm. and he was like, no, I've been doing this for 25 years, Right? Like, you know, 1997 or whatever he started. And he's like, it's not, he's like, now it's just. All right, let's go. Like, yep. You know, we're we done with this so I can go eat or whatever it is. Exactly. You know, he's excited about the fight, but yeah. he's not nervous about doing the broadcast thing. Yes. And uh a lot of that has to come I mean, there's obviously always gonna be some sort of like listen, if we we were sitting here doing this and we're millions of people like sitting here literally watching, we'd be like a little bit freaking nervous. Yeah, absolutely. But, um I think you would get past that and what the gent you did, like just who you are, the genuine genuineness of it would come through and then that's what would shine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah, man, that's great. Keep keep working out the goal here for sure.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I will. And, uh,
0: yeah, thanks for coming on the podcast, man.
1: Thank you for having me. It is awesome. Awesome. And uh,
0: all right, everybody. Stay salty and see you soon. Later.